0: Welcome to MASH Forever. My name is Carrie and I am hosting this podcast called MASH Forever, honoring the best TV show ever in the history of television. And tonight I am here with Dr. Rebecca Pittenger, Becky, my friend Becky, and we are getting ready to go to Malibu Creek State Park in the morning. Now, if you have followed me on any of my Instagram or my i'm part of different mash groups on facebook i frequent or used to frequent malibu creek state park when my friend becky lived 30 minutes from malibu creek state park and now she lives what three hours about three hours now about three hours now (laughs) so we are getting up at (laughs) becky figures she's going to get up at 4 30 so we leave at 4 45 tomorrow morning uh saturday morning september 17th the 50th anniversary day of the premiere of MASH in 1972. I'm getting up like a little bit before four. We are gonna get out of here at 4.45 so we can get to Malibu Creek State Park at eight o'clock so that we can join Jeff Maxwell and Ryan Patrick and all, other, all sorts of other fans for the VIP breakfast. Tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. to 11 and then 11 to one. Becky, any thoughts about what we're doing and this just amazing, occasion we're about to participate in.
1: Yeah, well, I am very excited about this. Um, I, I think it's an incredible opportunity to be at the actual place Mash was filmed um, on the actual fiftieth anniversary, and and especially with you know one of the people who was actually on the show. I mean, that's that's so incredible. So I think it's going to be just so fun to get together with you know like-minded individuals, people who love the show, and just be able to kind of reminisce, and and uh, it, it should be a lot of fun. <laughs> So we,
0: we will be uh, recording on our way down a little bit because we're both going to be kind of tired as we're driving down the 101 here. We're, we're on the Central Coast here in California right now, beautiful night, but we are driving our way to LA tomorrow morning to be there bright and early, eight o'clock, hike in, use that bathroom that I, I always talk about. <laughs> there's, a, there's a bathroom outside the visitor center, but I did hear they're going to put an outhouse at the set
1: tomorrow. That will be handy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, so we're ready. We're driving down 101 to the Malibu Creek State Park exit this morning. Beautiful morning so far. We're, we're really excited about getting this party started today to celebrate the 50th anniversary of MASH and today's the day, September 17th, 2022, and we are almost to the exit uh, where we leave the highway and we head down the little road down to the park. So Becky, any thoughts this morning?
1: Yeah, I'm just really excited to attend this event and, and the hike in is always really beautiful and so it'll be great to see Jeff and Ryan and fellow MASH fans celebrate this, this great event.
0: Okay, so we are going to record bits and pieces throughout the day uh, just to share our experience and hopefully hopefully share our experiences with you the listener and back later today so becky and i just got back to her place and we wanted to just share our reflections of the day what we thought of it how things went today at malibu creek state park so i thought i would start with becky because we're a little tired tonight but i wanted to record while this is all fresh in our minds so becky what what were your thoughts about the day
1: yeah, I, I found it to be very positive. Um, um, it was really incredible to meet people who were are just as um, amazed by the show as we are and it was just very positive. Everyone had such good energy and um, Jeff and Ryan invited people to, to record for their podcast and to hear other people's narratives of what mash means to them was really just incredibly moving. So the whole day was just very positive. So it was a great experience.
0: Okay, so that was Rebecca Pittenger, my friend Becky. And that was, those were her thoughts on how the day went. And so I thought I would share a little bit more about how the day went uh, in terms of hiking in, what we saw. My dog is whining at my feet, so you might hear him. His name is Dexter. So I thought, you know, just take a few minutes and just, just talk about the day. And then Becky is sitting across from me and if she feels inspired to, to share more, she'll let me know. Yeah, but we are here at her house in Santa Maria, California. Uh, about a three plus hour drive back up here uh, from LA when we were done at the park this afternoon. So just just some other ideas about how the day went. So we both got up at a time that shouldn't even be on anyone's radar to get up in the morning. Uh, So we were out of here by like 20 of 5, got down to the park around 7.30 with some stops and a beautiful sunrise as we drove down uh, 101 here in California. And so we got to go through Santa Barbara and a few other towns and right along the the ocean. Such a beautiful, beautiful uh, start to our day. Got to the park, paid for the parking. And we went in and we park in the lower lot, you know, bathrooms, et cetera, with running water, which is always a nice thing. And then started on the hike. And from there, it's about 2.5 or I think 2.4, 2.5 miles to the, to the set. Uh, so of course we always stop at the bathrooms, the out houses, it's about a mile in. And so then we started up the hill and saw the green parrots flying around, which was super cool. There's like six to 10 green uh wild parrots that fly around so that was super cool so we're walking along and we started to see some other fans of the show and people you know starting to do the hiking and everything and cross the bridge and we are very grateful to the people that put in the pedestrian bridge as you have to cross the creek the creek was dry today so it really didn't matter but in the months where it does matter that footbridge, that little pedestrian bridge uh, is is very convenient to have. So then we continued on. Like I, I have said in previous podcasts, uh, that trail narrows down to one, one single track trail. And Jeff did confirm today that it was a road. Once upon a time, that whole single track trail was actually a road. Um, so when you're walking in on both sides, there's a lot of brush and rocks and I always kind of wonder, you know, if a mountain lion's on the other side of the brush, Uh, but not today, (laughs) not today. So that's good. So we got into the set. We met a gentleman from the UK named David. Uh, So if David ends up someday listening to this podcast, uh, it was awesome to meet you and safe travels. Hopefully you got back to the UK okay. So now we're rounding that last corner or two before we get to the actual set. And as everything comes into view, we can see that big rock that was in the episode, Kim, I believe that was in that episode, along with the minefield that's right there. And then we round the next corner and to the right of us is a large ambulance that's been restored at least once in the last three years because it was there for a time and then it was gone and then it came back. So we just walked past the ambulance and then we come across a Jeep, a real Jeep, real army Jeep is what it looked like along with an ambulance, an army ambulance. Uh, And then of course the outhouses are there to our left, which was awesome. Whoever added that detail, we love you. Uh, So then we move along and there are different signs that are usually there along with the signpost, the burnt-out jeep, the burnt-out ambulance, and then the mess tent with the picnic tables. And we decided, when we first got there, to go up to the helicopter pad. And when we got up there, we, we saw a sign for that had the back of radar in the pilot episode, and it indicated that he was standing there. And I'm going to stop here and have Becky share her thoughts, too. But I had no idea he was filmed on the helicopter pad in the very first few minutes of of the series in the pilot were you aware of that
1: i i was not not at all i mean i'd al- always assumed that he was just in the regular camp and that when you see the back of his head in the opening credits that he was just standing there in the camp so i had no idea
0: <laughs> yeah so we were we were very surprised by that i it was like the magic of photography or editing or something that created that almost illusion. Like he was in the camp and then all of a sudden he's on the helicopter pad and we talked to the volunteer that worked had been a volunteer there for 22 years. We think it was Brian. And he was saying, yeah, he that he was on the helicopter pad and he showed us there's a cross at the top of a hill that if you watch the pilot and you zoom in you can see this cross on the top of this hill that radar was looking at and you can see that cross uh and you can still see it today so 50 years later that cross is still there do you remember what they said it was from some sort of camp right? yeah it was a
1: camp i think it was salvation army yeah yeah i think so
0: mm-hmm. i think so i was thinking red cross but close enough um <laughs> so, so, yeah, it, that was really a, a fascinating fact, so we got up there, got a little photo op done, and put our arms around radar, standing there, and you know, just the back of him was standing there, and uh, that was super cool, and then someone else was uh, taking pictures of miniature uh jeeps and helicopters and ambulances and i am now following him on instagram and i'm I'm curious to see how those pictures came out but that was super cool to see what he was doing up there and uh so then we went back down the road and here we are with all these other fans of mash a lot of people had the mash shirt on that we both had on yesterday a couple of people had Uh, more customized shirts, and they put 50th anniversary, and then on the back of their shirt, I believe they put their last name, which Mm -hmm. was really neat to see. So a lot of stuff. And then, of course, the Hawkeye shirt made many, many appearances. We saw one woman that we had seen in July at the Burbank convention, and she was wearing her outfit that we saw her back in July wearing. Uh, So anyway, so we're, we're roaming around the set, and they... We paid money to do the breakfast, uh, which was pretty good. It was donuts and juice and blueberry muffins. And we all sat at the picnic table. And then Jeff uh, stood up, spoke a few words, and he also put on an apron, (laughs) which was (laughs) super cool. And he answered our questions, uh, which I thought was really neat. And I really enjoyed it. I asked about David Ogden Stiers and what he was really like. And did he actually ride into the studio every day on a skateboard i had seen that in the mash one of the mash books from like 40 years ago and jeff said yeah he would uh skate in on his skateboard and shirt in uh, shorts and a t-shirt and I can't even
1: imagine being on a skateboard on some of those LA streets. What do you think, Becky? Oh yeah, no, I've I've actually literally tripped <laughs> because the sidewalk was so uneven. So that David must have been an incredible skateboarder to get past those those cracks and potholes and whatnot. <laughs>
0: so that was that was a neat, fascinating fact for for Jeff to talk about and then we all went over to uh to near the signpost in the ambulance to get our picture taken with ryan and jeff and that was really cool to watch everybody go up and have their pictures taken and we got our pictures taken and uh, we should be getting an email sometime with little little pictures for us to decide what one we want and they're going to send us i believe they're going to send us a copy of the picture
1: yeah i do believe so yeah so that'll
0: that'll be that'll be really really cool so some other the other things we found out yesterday. We talked to Brian again, um, and again he was the volunteer of twenty two years with the set out there, and he was talking to us about the mesh tent and the mesh uh, stuff.
1: Netting, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah this, they they have this netting that's it's it's kind of got this plasticky or rubber type stuff that just provides some shade for the people who sit sit there. So, mm-hmm.
0: and he, he was talking about that's perfect because it gives it a more mess tent e army feel. So he was explaining they have to replace that every few years, and he was also saying that a lot of the structures are temporary out there. And he also mentioned he oh this was a fascinating fact. He talked to us about the stairs going to the helicopter pad and I did not realize that the stairs are over by like three feet from where I thought they were. So I thought that was that was a really cool uh, piece of information.
1: Yeah, for sure. Cause yeah, because like the the other times we visited the site, I mean, there's a little trail that goes up to the the helicopter pad, and and so we'd both assumed, okay, that's where the stairs were. So that, that was interesting to learn.
0: <laughs> and then what what did you call them, Becky? The uh, there were
1: remnants. Yeah, left. yeah. Brian showed us these um these little these these little metal you know bent metal things that actually held the stairs in place and there were like i guess two of them left on the hillside so there's kind of some relics left over there which was really fascinating to see we had no idea <laughs> and and
0: that hillside's steeper than the trail currently that goes up yes which i was very surprised about very very surprised about and he said you can see it in obviously the opening the staircase and then you can also see it at the end of the end of uh, goodbye, farewell, and amen. So then, on yet another fascinating fact were the tents. Uh, he talked about the MASH movie, and the MASH movie had three times the number of structures. And if you've ever been there, we are not talking a large space here. And I was I was amazed because I'm always in awe of the fact that it looks huge, but it's really not. So it was fascinating. Uh, Beck, you explained it better than I can explain it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, one of the things that Brian filled us in about was was that um, as they panned the camera through the the camp, just to kind of get okay, here's what the camp looks like. They would actually take the swamp, and they would they would take that tent down i guess they would deflate it just to make the space look bigger so it wasn't just crowded together you know jammed together with a bunch of little tents so we had no idea so we're going to have to find some episodes where they pan through the camp you know mm-hmm.
0: either pan through it or did more of an aerial i was oh, thinking it was, it was more aerial. of an
1: aerial my aerial okay um, mm-hmm.
0: so it'll mm-hmm. be either way it's going to be mm-hmm. interesting to see how they how they did that and if mm-hmm. we can tell that the tents have been um, brought down to the ground and flattened out. So that'll, that'll be, that'll be really interesting to look at some of them. I'm thinking about, there's nothing like a nurse at the very end of the episode along with, uh, and I might be wrong about that, but the pilot
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: episode at the very end, they do an aerial view of everything. So it was really it was really eye-opening and 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 really neat to see where the money goes. If you donate to the MASH site, where does the money go? And it was really cool to hear Brian tell us all of those things. The staircase, the mess tent, um, just making sure the the set stays okay, in good condition, which I thought was great. I thought that the state park helped maintain it, and that is not the case. So it's good to, good to find that out. Really, really good to find that out. So then we ended up uh, contributing to the podcast. Uh, Jeff and Ryan interviewed people, talked to them. We went first. And so that was a little, little intimidating, but fun. And so we'll see if we make a future MASH Matters podcast. Also, what was really neat was when we saw Jeff and he recognized us.
1: That was really neat, I think both and both Jeff and Ryan recognize oh, us, right. yeah, right, yeah. right, mm-hmm. because Ryan
0: and jeff we're, were we're Patreon members, I'm a major, and Becky is a, what I'm are a you, private. private, yeah, mm-hmm. um, so we both contribute, and so last fall, my uh zoom call with Ryan and Jeff was coming up, and Becky and I were together that weekend, and I said to them, I said, "Do you mind if Becky joins?" I'm like, no, 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 it'll be it'll be fine and so It was an awesome Zoom call with both uh, Ryan and Jeff. And uh, we met Jeff at the Burbank Convention in the beginning of July and had numerous interactions with him. (laughs) And he recognized us, which was really, really neat. It It was super cool that he recognized us. And then we introduced ourselves to Ryan at the beginning of the event. And then when the pictures came around, he re- remembered me and said, you know, my last name party of two and that was that was pretty amazing. I was I was very very surprised uh that he just remembered who we were and remembered our names and it that, that was that that really meant a lot. What do you what do you think, Becky?
1: It meant a lot to me as well just to have, mm-hmm. you know, these actual celebrities and and here, you know, here we're just these regular people <laughs> and they're like, "Hey, what's up? <laughs> so That's <was> very cool."
0: <laughs> so, and then let's hear a couple more things. So, email address. We had to give we we were asked if we wanted to give our email address because they are hoping to get Loretta Swart, Mike Farrell, and Or Jamie Farr to Malibu Creek State Park to the outdoor set sometime this fall before the end of 2022. So we added our name to the email list, and if I find out info, I'll post it both at mash.forever on Instagram and or I will post on MASH the series uh, group page on Facebook, because I'm an admin over on that page. So then the last couple of things I wanna touch on before we're done with this podcast uh, for this week is we stopped by the Visitor Center on the way out of the park yesterday, And Visitor Center is usually open 12 to 4 on Saturdays and Sundays. If you go to the park and you need to go to the Visitor Center, there's lots of memorabilia for MASH you can purchase. They make their own memorabilia and sell it. They used to be a cash only, but you can use credit cards now, which was wonderful to find out. Last but not least, so it was super cool to see Alan Alda do a post. Uh, I saw it first on Instagram, and then I saw it on Facebook multiple, multiple times. And it was really touching that he posted on his Alan Alda Instagram account, plus the Clear and I think it was on the Clear and Vivid Instagram account. And he said, Mike Farrell and I are toasting the 50th anniversary of the show that changed our lives and our brilliant pals who made it what it was. MASH was a great gift to us. And what I want to say back to both of these gentlemen, Alan Alda and Mike Farrell is you gave us an amazing gift. So I want to thank you guys for doing it. You have impacted so many of our lives and we'll continue to do so. So Like I do for every podcast episode, I'm going to say goodbye and we will see you soon.